Hey, what's going on? It's Stokely from Sosondolay. What's going on with y'all? Um, hey, man. You know, I'm just on this vein of what's the motivation for life, you know? And um, I'm analyzing it. And I already said it multiple times already, but why not reiterate it? Because most people are discovering this podcast, not necessarily through subscription, but just because, you know, it just pops up somehow. So anyhow, you know, initially you start out with your animal instincts. And then there's a social component. And the social component makes you want to imitate. And that just basically is what carries you through after that. After your primal basic instincts, in my opinion, you have the social component we're social animals we live in communities we live in communities just like gorillas monkeys uh you know zebras uh, elephants you know an elephant can teach its child how to do things lions you know what i mean like they have different kind of communities their communities have they have different cultures actually not only are they just a totally different species not only are they totally different uh yeah species they also their societies are structured in a different way i think the 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 primates their societies are similar of course they don't have our level of dexterity they're going to evolve differently they're different species all of that um but still they, they all live in communities the children come up seeking with their primal instinct with the feed Look at the little baby bird. All the baby bird does is squeak, squeak, squeak all day. Try to get some food in his stomach. After that, um, you know, it grows. It learns the basics like walking, flying. After it learns how to fly, you know, I don't think the parent teaches it how to catch food. I don't think so. I think it just knows how to do that or it just seeks it through, through its hunger and through its native you know its natural instincts see something small attack it i mean we have cats you know i had a cat i had a kitten when i was growing up my kitten used to catch lizards or geckos you know most people will call them my, 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 my kitten my cat used to catch geckos Nobody taught him how to catch geckos. He just knew how to hunt by nature. So I guess that's them. Now human beings, I don't know. You know, we don't, we need a lot more handholding. Something like more like a, a wolf or a, a, a lion. You know, because a lion will probably bring the kids out to hunt. So that the kids know how to hunt and catch and how to trap and how to set up a you know a perimeter and, and 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 you know how to do these things. So we we're 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 just a, the birds have a different culture. They don't necessarily need to teach their kids how to hunt. The lions kind of need to teach their kids how to hunt. The wolves need to teach their kids how to hunt. Um. So and so on and so forth. You know, the gorillas, the apes, whatever, they have to show their kids which food is edible. Okay, get past the basic instinct, getting your food. 
Later on, they become adolescents. They're socializing, they're playing, they're fighting. They're practicing their skills, they're practicing their physicality, they're developing their physicality for their prime years. They're establishing their dominance in the hierarchy if they're not already born to a high-ranking female already, which gives them immediate status. We have a similar status uh, ranking system based on probably material things. Yeah, based on material things, well, yeah. The top earners, you know, top earners in the Cosa Nostra, they rise up faster, right? Top earners, you know, whatever. So, primal instincts handle socializing again, back to socializing, trying to get some coitus, trying to get some reproduction going on, trying to get some pleasure because that instinct has been kindled by their adolescent stage, by their puberty stage or whatever the case may be. Still socializing. The social constructs is going to dictate and all the things that they've witnessed regarding how other gorillas, birds, eagles, whatever, well, not the eagle, but how other um, mammals, I guess we should just really stick to mammals because birds are not mammals. So they're, 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 they're you know, birds are not mammals. They, they're kind of, <laughs> they're a little weird. They're, little, they're way more different. They don't take care of the kids as long. They do take care of their kids until they can fly and all of that, but you know, they're not like going around teaching them every day like that. Not to my understanding. Maybe marsupials do that. But marsupials definitely, you know, they keep the baby in the pouch. So there's a lot of bonding. There's a lot of socialization. There's a lot of bonding. Um, anyhow, what am I saying? Um, so, and then after that, what is left? After your adolescent stage, then you're in your adult stage. And in that time, you're just coasting. You're just on a plateau. You're on a plateau for a good amount of time. And you're just continuing the cycle. Every day, doing the same thing. Over and over, every year, doing the same thing. Taking care of the kids, having more kids. Taking care of the kids, having more kids. Taking care of the kids, having more kids. Hunting, feeding, hunting, feeding, hunting, feeding, hunting, feeding. Fighting sometimes. You're, you have accumulated knowledge, you have accumulated experience, you have all the capacity, all the facility, all the capacities of 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 a adult, of a full of the full grown version of whatever species you are. You're you're basically at the peak, but then you start going downhill. You're gaining more knowledge, maybe, but you're not. You can't. Your, your knowledge is not necessarily. Okay, so I got interrupted. Um, somebody was cursing me out, giving me a bunch of negative energy, telling them that, telling me that they want uh, me to feel bad about something, whatever the case may be. Ah, whatever. Listen, um, just a just a sidebar. Um, I'm not gonna sidebar on that right now. That's negativity. Let's get back to what we were talking about. So the. Um, so the primal instincts are taken care of. You're really just going through a, a cycle of social socialization, a cycle of social stuff, you know, 
of social constructs, of cultural constructs, um, you know, uh, and it's really, I mean, a lot of the things that we attribute and, and assign and allocate and aggregate or whatever to ourselves are just vanity as you know, King Solomon would say, it's all is vanity. And Shakespeare said, all the world's a stage. You know, it's just, you're just, you're just acting. You're just acting out what, you, what you've been told. You're just acting out a role. You're just pretending. You're just mimicking. You know? Um, I was looking at a post this morning. Someone was basically giving some financial advice saying, listen, you know, you can go ahead and buy a Range Rover. You can do whatever you want. And you can feel good about having a new car and other people giving you kudos and getting social confirmation and and, and, and getting praise from other people and feeling like you're better than other people and all this stuff. Yeah, you can do that. You can go ahead and do that. But then you have a $9,000 a month payment. And that's not even including the insurance. And, that, and that's an $11,000 a year payment for that Range Rover, right? And let's remember that 65% of Americans can't afford a $500 emergency. So that's 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 a high, you know, if all of us were doing that, that would be ridiculous. Anyhow, so you went further down into the comments and you saw people detracting, um, attacking the post saying, hey, but you know, um, but you know, uh, when are you gonna have any fun in life? So we describe or we have socialized having value and living life, having value mostly, and actually having a valuable life or a, uh, a life of note by having material things. And that's very shallow and that's a very poor indicator of the social construct that we are subscribing to. Not everybody subscribes to that social construct. People who are upwardly mobile don't subscribe to that social construct that, listen, guess what? I'm going to spend on my wants primarily instead of spending on investments. And investments don't mean the stock market when I talk about investment. Investments might mean investment in your health, investment in your uh, marketability so that you can earn more investment in your family so that you don't have to lose them investment in some life insurance so that you don't have to be a burden to anybody investment in some health insurance so you don't have to be a burden on yourself or get a job that provides health insurance or whatever the case may be investment in learning how to navigate life let's say per se maybe you go to church or something you're going to invest in some kind of Theology that's going to help you navigate the world and prevent you from certain pitfalls and certain um, whatever you want to call it. So, in you know, instead of investing, people are self-medicating. Instead of investing in themselves, and it, and, it, and it's due to certain kind of social constructs. When people, let me go back to the whole suicide thing now. Now, what, what I was really trying to say, you take away all that social stuff, you really don't really have much purpose. You really don't have much purpose or a reason for even being here 
not really. You're not that important. It is. You're just going through a cycle. You're just mimicking. They told you to go to work. You go to work. They told you to uh, to get married. You get married. They told you to reproduce. You reproduce. They told you that you know this is what we do over here. This you wear a suit. This is what we do over here. You wear Jordans over here. You whatever. You gotta wear this over here. You gotta be like that. You gotta do your hair like this. None of us are really original in anything that we're doing. I mean, of course, I don't own a factory and a, and a, and a, and a cotton gin and whatever to make my own clothes and make uh, whatever, some unique clothes. Of course not. But we're really mimicking a lot of people. You know, I remember 2015, I decided, you know, I was going to revamp my whole wardrobe. I got, you know, I got like, you know, I had a lot of clothes that had holes in them that I've been wearing for years because... I don't assign much value to material things. You know what I mean? If my underwears and my socks got holes in them, nobody ever really sees them. What was the point of me even doing that? But then I say, you know what, guess what? I'm over here trying to get some coitus and I want to be the, the most marketable as possible in that pursuit. So I'm going to get some new underwear. I'm going to get some new socks. I'm going to get some new undershirts. And I'm going to get some affordable new clothes from the clearance rack at Marshalls or Burlington or wherever, wherever I went. But that was an investment. That was an investment in something that's not sustainable, really. That was, that was a poor choice of investment, but that's what I did at the time. I was seeking some coitus. I said, guess what? I got to be presentable. I didn't have to be marketable. So let me invest in my presentation, invest in my aesthetic Investing in my aesthetic actually makes me feel better about myself. Now that's a different thing. I, I don't, I don't, I don't want to get into that. I've spoken about that already. People who are better looking or people who have a better presentation get a better reception when they're selling something. When they're selling something, whether they're selling themselves or they're selling a product or they're selling the uh, impression or the air of success, you know. So. $900 a month payment, $11,000 a year payment for a Range Rover, I think is too much, too high of a price to pay, to impress, to get some coitus. Now, on my wardrobe, I probably spent less than $250 in 2015 between getting some, I bought some polo shoes for $50, I remember that. I bought some, um, some, uh, I bought some, uh, I bought me a Chaps shirt. I think I paid like $24. I bought myself some nice pants, maybe two pants for like $40. I bought myself a pack of underwear. Maybe that costs $15. I bought myself a pack of undershirts and a pack of socks. I didn't buy them all at the same time, but progressively throughout the year, you know, I said, you know what, I'm going to start going to the barber, not cutting my own hair. So I spent probably about $20 every six weeks on that to just totally uh, to give myself a makeover. Anyhow, I'm sorry. I digressed. It's one of my most fun years ever, 2015. So I really live in that nostalgia. But nostalgia is a precursor to depression. So I don't try to reflect too much but anyhow maybe you can take something from that um, um, 
just like a bird, just like a bird has to, you know, his plumage. Anyhow, so all I'm saying is that a lot of the things that we allow to confuse us and frustrate us and get to us, they're social constructs. Viktor Frankl, who is a man that survived this Holocaust, came back and wrote the book Man's Search for Meaning, which I read in my Jewish studies class at City College, which was a very enlightening book to me, so much that I bought it and gave it to one of my friends that went to prison for murder. So I gave him Viktor Frankl's book and I gave him Malcolm X's book, um, Malcolm X's autobiography. Those books, those both of those books are about willpower. Both of those books are about stoicism, ultimately. And both of those books, one is from a Muslim and one is from a Jewish man. Right? Those are the two of the three probably most profound books I've ever read. The other one was Philadelphia Fire, which is a guy that, eh, he doesn't, he's like probably a Christian or something. But the religion doesn't necessarily matter. Um, the religion is not even the issue. It's just about, and these guys, you know, their religions are social constructs also. Religion is definitely an important thing, especially when you live in a rural environment. Whenever people are interacting, we need social constructs. We need politics. We need religion to keep people in order, else there'll be chaos. We need these illusions. We need to follow these illusions, these social constructs, these illusions to keep the machine going, to keep us going. Because if you, you don't feel, look at the Hinataburi in Japan, the people who are reclusive, the one million young people, young, physically strong, healthy people who are reclusive, living in the house, denying themselves sunlight, denying themselves interaction. They have all their basic needs satisfied. They have housing, they have food, they have shelter, they have health. But the social component is not there to put the battery in their back to get them out of their funk so they're depressed japan has a massive amount of suicide all the basic needs have been provided so don't let the social get to you too much be a little more stoic in my opinion think about what's needed not what you like and be honest with yourself bob marley says in the song rat race don't forget your history know your destiny in the abundance of water, the fool is thirsty. So, in Hinataburi, they have abundance, quote-unquote, not really. But they thirst. They thirst for socialization when they have everything provided for them. And as a result, they're going to shorten their life and punish themselves because they don't have the social confirmation of other human beings. Yes, we are social animals. But understand that that's what you're craving. Understand that what your weaknesses are. So when I say that I'm a coward and I say that I'm weak, I'm not trying to put myself down or disrespect myself as Baba Dick Gregory would say or, or Bruce Lee would say. Bruce Lee says, don't say anything bad about yourself because your body can't tell a difference. A lot of people say that. Now, I'm not saying those things. When I say those things, it hurts. It does hurt. But it's based on the fact that I'm trying to find the problem, acknowledge the problem, and get to a solution. Anyhow, yo, thanks for listening. My boss just pulled up. I'm trying to get on time. I'm late. Hey, man, y'all be blessed, man.